never know, Uther. I intend to live forever. How dare you show your face here? Uh, faces. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at that, you idiot! A lot of story there, a lot of lore. Uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing, I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, episode 88, the show that's here for the yubnubs. That's right. Each episode will check in, have some laughs, and talk about the lore of Warcraft 1 or two topics at a time. My name is Allie, the one that was possibly a little too giddy while doing epilogue quests. And I'm joined by someone who went to the land that owns the Yubnubs. It's Jin. See what I did there? Because he went to Disneyland and Disney owns Star Wars now. Get it? I get it. I understand that they, they own the Yubnubs. They true. own the Yubnubs. They spent a lot of the billions, and they're like, we own the Yubnubs now, and um, you may not have the Yubnubs. They are mine. My Yubnubs. Basically, yes. That's what they did. That's what they did. And yeah, I'm also wearing my Disney shirt right now, so yeah. Worked little, out nicely. Yeah, my little, my little Disney, uh, my Disneyland uh, friggin' uh, uh, Christmas shirt uh, to go along with my Disneyland uh, lights, uh, so I'm all... I'm all Disneyfied. All the Disneyfied. Yes. Speaking of which, what have you been up to, buddy? Uh, getting Disneyfied. That's what I've been up to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, last week it was, as we already talked about, was my birthday, and we did the Disney thing. And oh my gosh, was that fun! Get it all. Oh, it was. It was a great time. Loved it. Had so much fun. Uh, only thing I was missing was obviously some uh, Splash Mountain because that is being. Um, refurbished redone to be right tiana's bayou so that'll be fun uh that will not be open until late 2024 for those uh disney folk like me late 2024 is when it will be reopened and you can start going down the the glorious log ride once again although i'm not sure i would have rode the log i'm not sure if i would have rode tiana's bayou a little chilly, it, was open. A little it, chilly. Was a, it was a tad yeah. chilly it was, a, it was a smidge chilly there was like a there was like a brief moment like right at like 3 p.m. where it was like, it's hot. And then an hour later, cold again. It's like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, pretty standard for Southern California. It was like heating up, heating up, heating up. And then as the sun started to set nice and early, it got cold again real quick. So yeah, that's, that was good though. Yeah, I, just, I had a ton of fun. Um, I'm officially 39 now. I've caught up to you. Um, which for, for a couple months. Yeah, for you to just pass <laughs> me once again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's how those birthdays work i can never manage to stay caught up it's 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 annoying it's kind of sad but uh, whatever i mean if you want you'd be older than me i really don't care you know okay okay i mean and that's not really how time works but you know it could be wibbly wobbly i guess mm-hmm. wibbly wobbly i mean and, and we are now officially entering 2024 here pretty soon here Woo. and uh well, we both know what that means for <laughs> for this year and what age we will be. Woo, that'd be fun. Be good times. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hitting the, hitting the 40 next year. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be something, man. Never thought I'd actually get to 40, so I don't know what to do with myself at this point. I'm like, eh, well, all right, I'm here. 
Let's do it, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Keep on, you know, keep on keeping on, I suppose, as they say. <laughs> right. Oh, well, anyway, I mean, that's really all I did. Was, I was off of work for a week and then I'm back to work now. So, bleh, but, you know, Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Yeah. Be good. Look forward to that. So, uh, are you looking forward to that, Allie? Speaking of which, what did you do? I all am. that good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I actually got Christmas friends I got to open today. Mm-hmm. What are those? I got a little uh, tin briefcase thing of um, Pez, the office style. <laughs> <laughs> From Mrs. Jin, apparently. Yes. Yeah, she she picked that one out. She's like, that this is for Allie. <laughs> yeah, we're we're uh, we were pretty excited about that. So we'll probably fight over who gets which one and um <laughs> uh and where the uh Tim briefcase will live afterwards. Cause it's pretty cool. I like it. On the back scheme got that little thing too, so it's it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> and I got this too, but like I don't want to talk about it in case any one of our other D&D people are listening and haven't, like, opened their gift. Well, they they should have opened it by now. You would so. think. Yeah. So I, I think you can. Can I, can I say things? You can say anything that you'd like. It's You can say exactly what it is. So it's an amazing, like, larger wooden D20. But all the numbers are cut out. And there's a hole where you can put, put it, like, on, like, a light. Like a tea candle kind of thing. And it'll be all bright and lit up because the numbers are, you know there and i'm really excited and i love it so both both my husband and i got one uh from jen who's our dm so it's very sweet of you thank you i love it well i'm glad you love it in fact i i laughed the other day as i was watching a taliesin and evitale video and he has one of those in the background oh does he <laughs> he's got a fancier led light clearly underneath it because it's got a whole like it, i think it changes colors or whatever but oh. you can do whatever you want with the light like there you go because I'm, I'm thinking next year, I'm hoping to like redo my whole shelf setup back here because we got some like it's full right now, as, as you know, and we got some amazing gifts uh, when we were <laughs> at BlizzCon from uh, a certain someone and I want to display them and I have no room and now I got other cool things like this. So I might be redoing my whole shelf setup and I might I like the idea of getting some kind of LED light to put in here. That'd yep. be really cool. Yeah, it'd be pretty awesome. Yep, I'm pretty, excited. Pretty freaking so thank sweet you. Looking, looking. Yes. Do, dodecahedron or whatever the, the actual name of a D20 is. It's a D20. Is. It's fine. Um, but yeah, other than that, just kind of get trying to get ready from Christmas, recovering from a bit of a cold. So it means instead of doing my diehard Christmas wrapping like I normally do, it's being done like last minute this upcoming weekend. I don't like that, but that's where we're at. And that's okay. That is okay. As yeah, long just, as it gets done on time, I guess. And you don't have to exactly. use like grocery bags, which no, if you have to, that's fine. It's the thoughts yeah, of yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, doing these, trying to get some Wintervale kills in while we can. So I try to get the uh, the dragon riding mount look thingamabobby. And I got the sled for Pepe. Or sorry, sleigh. It's not a sled. It's a sleigh. That was fun. And we got another kill in Heroic, which was cool. So I think we're up to about five now, maybe. I think that's where we're at. Five or six. We, we got the one where you have to kill or you have to heal the tree dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got that so, one. So uh, you can clear the, all the fire and stuff. We got that one down, which that one's really heal, healer intensive. So I'm pretty proud of that one. Yep. Because you got to the- heal the brambles, got to heal the treants and all that good stuff. Yep. All yeah. that. But yeah, other than that, just a lot of D&D this past weekend. Both my campaigns had a session. And um, yeah, 
just looking forward to Christmas at this point. Yeah, me too. I cannot freaking wait for some more Christmas goodness and also a four day weekend. That'll be great. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Actually, wait. Do I think? Wait. Do I get Friday weekend? I get. I'm taking a five day weekend. Ooh, five day weekend. Because I have a floating holiday to use up before the end of the year. I'm like, well, shit. When am I going to use this? Okay. <laughs> like, oh no. Five day weekend. Oh my goodness. I guess I'm just using this. I finished reading the book anyways. Like, I got so much stuff I got to get done that I want to get done. So we'll be good. Yeah. Well, that sounds amazing. And speaking yeah. of amazing or whatever, let's do this. Nothing beats a brew shared between friends. Yeah. Uh, mine's almost gone. Um, mine's almost gone, too. Um, what are we having? Do you want to tell the kind folks? Uh, so it's hot buttered rum. And this, the title is spiced hot butter rum. I guess. It is spiced. Um, yeah, it, it's just, this was an interesting one. This is the first time I've ever actually put butter in a drink. <laughs> Other, I'm like, well, let me see. Is that true? Have I ever put butter in a drink before? No, I don't think I... Not, not an alcoholic beverage, that's for sure. So, um... Does eggnog have butter in it? I don't know anything about eggnog. I've never made it, like, from scratch. From scratch, yeah. No, I just get the... I just get the jug. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just get the jug of the eggnog. We don't, we're not, I'm, I'm not fancy making my own eggnog. That's the way you said jug. Killed me. Yeah, yeah you gotta get, get yourself a little, uh, little jug, jug. eggnog and go for it, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, this is like literally, I, I made batter last night because it's like, yeah. I was like, I gotta get a mixer and shit like that. So I got like a whole bunch of spiced up butter in my fridge right now. <laughs> If you have a little bit left over, it's actually really good on toast. For the yeah, record. I was thinking of that because I got a whole lot of leftovers. Yeah. I didn't like. I probably should have like made a half batch. To be perfectly honest, because the recipe calls for a whole stick of butter. It's good, but it makes four drinks. Yeah, yeah, probably more like five, honestly. Um, but yeah, it's it's a half a cup of butter and um, some brown sugar and some vanilla and some cinnamon. And it said clothes. I didn't have clothes. I have clothes. So you use, I use like a splash of like car- cardamom, cardamom, whatever it is. Oh, yeah, because you make those um, cookies. Mm-hmm. That's good mm, cookies. Yeah, from the cookies. Yeah, you know what's up. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you have had those cookies. They are delicious. Well, my wife has made multiple uh, batches of those cookies now. We also have cardamom yeah. in our spice <laughs> repertoire. But uh, I, I am ashamed to say this is the first time in my life that I have had hot buttered rum. And it makes me question my life choices because where has this been my whole adult life? <laughs> I, I love it. I don't know. I mean, it's been, you, you didn't make your cookie batter that you put into your rum because that's basically what I That's did. true. I mean, that's that's true. Yeah. I mean, what do you think of it? Uh, it's it's good. I mean, it's certainly certainly good. I mean, I, I don't I don't I don't know if I'm like going to be like Jones and to make this every year like. Like you might I mean, be. it is it is work. It is work. Um, did you do it with dark rum, spice rum? What did you do it with? I just did basic spice rum, Captain Morgan. Yeah. Just, just Attaboy. Dude, there you go. I was I really did, close. I was like, mm, I should do Sailor Jerry just to be like, I did Sailor Jerry. <laughs> oh. the, the Captain Morgan was on sale. So I was like, I'll just get this. <laughs> I did it with dark rum because that's like what the recipe like originally called for. But then like it was like, you could do spice rum too. So I did dark rum this time. And with the leftovers in a day or two, we'll do spice rum. 
Yeah. Of course, Captain Morgan's because this is the superior of the Spice Rums. Sure. Get out of here with your Sailor Jerry's. Nope. No, it's BS. fine. We like it. Anyways, it's good to I'm go. going to make this drink again. I'm excited. You may or may not. That's okay. It takes a lot of work. I appreciate you joining me in this journey because it's delicious and I'm very pleased. Yeah. I mean, I, I got no, I got no issues with it. I even went a little fancy. Like you see, there's I had a cinnamon stick in there. Ooh, you got real fancy. But, I, but when I realized, I was like, because I was, I was running a little behind because it's like, I'm just, just doing all this crazy crap. And I was like, oh, let me garnish it with a cinnamon stick. And I realized it's just, it just, whoop, just fell right in. I was like, this is not garnished. <laughs> <laughs> this is not garnished. This is just sitting in a drink. <laughs> The recipe also suggested whipped cream, which I don't have any whipped cream right now. Yeah, I don't um, either. But that would be tasty, too. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Yeah? Yeah. Hot right. butter rum. It's pretty tasty. You can put butter in your rum, everyone. You can do it. Who knew? <laughs> who knew? Well. You, you know who might have known? Uh, who? Our patrons. <sighs> it's probably true. We probably did. They're pretty would, smart. Yeah, they're pretty smart. Speaking of. Uh, patrons and all that stuff. Um, patrons, you can actually ignore this part. This isn't for you. Just shh. <laughs> you can, like tune out or something. Just be like, go back to what you're. Go back. Go about your business. It's fine. Because this is for everyone else. Because I have a question for you, everyone else. Do you like podcasts that record on a weekly schedule? Do you look forward to Tuesday but forget it's our week, our off week? Hmm? Did that happen when it was my not my birthday? <laughs> that this that this day on the nineteenth that it's being recorded and nothing was released. Hmm. That was a sad day, wasn't it? Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Cause yeah. This is the last bi weekly episode, the last one. Hmm. Woo. Yeah. After this one, once a week. Once a week. That's the way it works. But here we go, uh all you wonderful listeners, because we have um we have some some news to discuss. How am I supposed to live, laugh, love in these conditions? I don't so know. So many conditions. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It was a few weeks ago, Jen and I were like, we were, we were like, maybe we can get away with this segment. Like, there's not much left, you know, to ABK News. Bobby Kotick at the time of this recording is going to be gone at 12, in 12 days, if I did my math right. I'm tired, so who knows? Um, five days if you're listening to this on the day it came out. Again, if I did my math right. I don't know if he's out the 31st or the 1st, whatever. Anyways, he's out real soon. And I've decided, because Blizzard announced that in 10.2.6, there's going to be a pirate thing happening. I'm saying it because I'm really excited. It's a pirate thing, obviously. Yeah. I think we should make an NPC by the name of Kabi Rotik walk the plank. That's what I decided (laughs) needs to happen. And that would be amazing. Um, Anyways, that was lame. Sorry. I'm not sorry. Uh, Moving on. We did actually have ABK news. We had some come out just yesterday and then some come out uh, the day before. So uh, stuff or stuff, guys. All right. On the 30th, Activision, separate from Blizzard now because of Microsoft, Activision QA employees in Minneapolis, Austin and El Segundo received an email announcing that hybrid work will be ended in January. Be QA employees. As we talked about in the past, this is not great for many people. And be leaving a lot of people behind. There's people who cannot return to work for one reason or another. And, uh, you know, kind of a, a lot of people see this as a soft firing, not a great situation. I know if I was asked to return to work, I would not be happy because A, I don't want to. And B, work's kind of far away. And C, um, people like to pretend COVID's over, but COVID's not over. And for some people with, you know, health issues, that's just not an option. So 
it's not great. They're not they're not happy. Not happy. Yep, understandable. I've gotten I've gotten got used to it. It's pretty nice. It, it is. I'm adjusting. It's 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 definitely whole new ball game. But it's uh, I mean, I made my my batter for my hot water rum today while I was waiting for a meeting to start <laughs> because people were running late. It was great. <laughs> Just brought my laptop down to the kitchen and did my work. It was great. But we do have some other news, and I want to thank uh, wonderful listener Zandara for sharing this article with me. Um, it's all over. But this particular one is from Polygon. Guess what, everyone? <laughs> California's Civil Rights Department has reached a settlement with Activision Blizzard. Now, if you remember, this is the lawsuit that was filed back in July 2022. 2021. 21. Just kidding. 21. That's the one there. And pretty sure this is the original lawsuit from the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing about, you know, sexism and sexual harassment allegations that kicked off the whole reason why we have an ABK News placeholder in our show notes. A lot has happened since then. <laughs> and as we talked about on the show before, many of us refused to sweep it under the rug. And in the final days of Bobby Kotick, this lawsuit is finally almost over. It's great. Uh, the settlement still needs to be approved by the courts. Activision Blizzard will pay $55 million in damages to settle. $45.75 million of that will be used directly to compensate women who were denied promotion opportunities, pay less than men for similar work, and otherwise discriminated against at the company. And the rest will cover legal costs, and the remainder will go to relevant charities. Activision Blizzard will still be required to retain an independent consultant to review its compensation and promotion policies and to continue its efforts to improve representation in its workforce. Now, I don't know if that means like they're both going to have their own now because the whole Microsoft thing. I don't know how it's going to work. This article didn't say it. I'm sure we'll find out down the road. But wait, there's more. I'm not happy about reading this. It makes me want to throw up in my mouth a little bit. Really don't like it. It is stated in this settlement, no court or any independent investigation has substantiated any allegations that there has been systemic or widespread sexual harassment at Activision Blizzard. Mm-hmm. I, that angers me. It angers me greatly. The settlement also clears Activision Blizzard's board of directors and CEO, Bobby Kotick, of acting, quote, improperly with regard to the handling of any instance of workplace misconduct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's just a bunch of legalese basically saying, well, we didn't get actually, they didn't prove it, right? We, we settled. That's basically what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't going to read this, but I'm going to read it. Um, of course, Activision Blizzard has a statement about this. They say, we are gratified that we have reached an agreement with the California Civil Rights Department today, which, you know, CRD for short. As the CRD has now announced in a press statement, we appreciate the importance of the issues addressed in this agreement, and we are dedicated to fully implementing all the new obligations we have assumed as part of it, the company said. We want our employees to know that, as the agreement specifies, we are committed to ensuring fair compensation and promotion policies and practices mm -hmm, for all of our employees. And we will continue our efforts in regarding inclusion of qualified candidates from underrepresented communities in outreach, recruitment, and retention. How's that retention piece going, ABK? How, how's, how's that going? Uh, probably not great, honestly. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> no, not great at all. And they keep making it worse. Mm. They also go on to say, we are also gratified that the CRD has agreed to file and amend complaint 
that entirely withdraws its 2021 claims alleging widespread and systemic workplace harassment at Activision Blizzard. As the CRD acknowledged explicitly in the agreement, CRD is filing along with proposed consent decree a second amended complaint that withdraws, among other allegations and causes of action, aka employment discrimination because of sex harassment, blah, blah, blah. As CRD also expressly acknowledged in the agreement, no court or independent investigation has substantiated blah, 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 blah. Oh, look at us, guys. We're great. We did nothing. See, the court has proved it. I'm not going to read the rest of this. I don't care anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, just, I can't. I just, I can't anymore. Uh, it's bullshit. There, I said it. Yeah. You, yeah, can, ble- you can bleep that if you want. I don't care. No, it's, it, it, that's exactly what it is. It's, <laughs> it, it is a bunch of bullshit, but at the same time, it's, it's pretty much the, that is, this is exactly how I assumed it would end, is a settlement. And then basically oh, saying, yeah, I mean, yeah. We won, everybody. We're still great. And they're like, mm, you had to pay $55 million because because you're great? Is that okay? Uh, oh, all right. You had to pay $55 million because you're a super outstanding company. Usually super outstanding companies don't have to pay $55 million. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The, the, you, you're basically it's technically true that no court has found you, you know, to have done all these things. Yeah, because he settled, right? Of course. Right. That's how that works. <laughs> you never really went to court. <laughs> Ugh. But yeah, uh, like I said, it, it's it. This feels at least better that forty five point seven five million is going to go directly to compensate those that were affected by the policies and things yeah. like that. A whole lot better than I think it was the eighteen or whatever that was the right. um, the federal case against them as well. I don't remember the. I think it was the. I don't know. There's been so many acronyms so many, and yeah, cases. Some, so many alphabet soups of different organizations and things like that. <laughs> right. I think it was the equal employment or whatever like that from the federal level, whatever. Anywho, this this feels a little closer to to what actually is deserved. But at the same time, I would prefer to see it higher. But I would prefer to see it higher and I would prefer them to say ABK sucks. They had all these things. They did all these things instead of them saying we that's substantiated. They're good. They did. It's fine. <sighs> Anyways, do you have any more thoughts on that or would you like to move on? I think I'd like to move on. It's just let's do it. I, I guess my final parting thought is it's just always annoying when they, they act like they get to take a victory lap. Right. <laughs> right. And that's 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 what that statement felt like. And it's disgusting. And I hate it. It's just mm. mm-hmm. er, I am angry. Yep. Totally agree. But here is us moving on. Yes, we are moving on. And at this point, more and more people are completing the Mirdrasil raid. Even if it's, you know, an LFR. It's all out there now. Go do it. It's great. So what you figure now would be a safe time to talk about a couple things from the raid and the questing that comes after. Now, I wish we could sit here and go over some meaty lore bits from the raid and pick apart some voice lines and that kind of thing and... I know I was hoping for something from the Nimue fight. No, not much there. No. Nope. Unfortunately, a couple moments here and there I'm going to bring up, but nothing, you know, we can sink our teeth into. There's something I want to talk about, though. Actually, there's a couple things, but to start, Little Lord Smoldyface. <laughs> or, or Smoldron, you know, as he's actually called. Um, if you want a little, you know, reminder, he is the new Fire Lord. As his adventure guide says, as a new Fire Lord, 
Smolderon has unleashed the power of the Firelands to expand his domain and incinerate the Emerald Dream. My Avenger guy voice is hard to do when I'm recovering from a cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're raspy than normal. But here's so here's the thing, right? He's supposed to be the big bad Fire Lord. Little Lord Smoldyface is dead. We killed him. But something interesting happens towards the end of the fight. Around 30% health or so. We hear little Lord Smoldyface yell out to Farak. Farak! Obliterate my enemies! Apologies, Fire Lord. I would rather watch you die. Deceiver! Once I destroy these vermin, you will know my vengeance! <laughs> is it just me or is that voice line like, <laughs> You will know my vengeance? <laughs> it totally is. Between his, you know, whininess and the obvious Matt Mercer fully enjoying that voice line, I would rather watch you die. Like, it just, it was, every time I hear that in the raid, I just, it's great. <laughs> so I wanted to play it here. <laughs> but the important part of this, ironically, Smolderon calls for his weapon, Ember Scar, to devour our essence. It is Smolderon's essence that gets absorbed in the end. We get this mini cinematic. I'm not going to play here because it's just audio or just music. Of course, it's just audio. It's just music. It's no like words or anything except him saying, thank you. But Farag shows up, he points his weapon for for Firelath. Firelath. I'm sure I said it. Firelath. Firelath. That's what I, I say. Farag. Firelath. Firelath. Yeah, Firelath. At the corpse of Little Lord Smoldyface and absorbs his power or essence or something. So the fact that Farag has the power to absorb the essence of an elemental lord, I don't know, just something I wasn't expecting. I was like, oh shit, that just happened. Did you have any thoughts about that, Jin? Yeah, I mean, not really. I mean... There was a bunch of Druids of the Flame that were going, and they uh, put some runes on the, the old axe. True, true. So that maybe that was the, uh, you know, the, the ghost trap, right? That they were like, oh, the here ghost we go. trap. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I mean, I don't think that was just the, uh, you know, swing axe in case of Emerald Dream instance. Like, I don't think that was the only <laughs> right. Maybe that was one of the runes. Like maybe, maybe one of them was like this one here uh, will devour the essence of an elemental lord named Little Lord Smoldyface. And <laughs> I don't know. I, thought, I mean, I thought it was pretty cool. And, and also, I assume this is always a little bit like like any of the quests that we wind up doing, or, or even Pokemon, for example. Yeah, you, know, you couldn't capture the Pokemon in your Pokeball until you beat the crap out of them. And uh, well, in this case, he waited until he was dead because he's like, well, I mean, I'll, I'll just. You brush up his ashes and sprinkle it on my axe or something. <laughs> kind of what, what he did. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's probably like, like you know, when you're doing that quest or, or like any of those Emerald Dream world quests where they're like, oh, use the button. You got to press the button, but like to transmogrify the little guys or you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, you got to beat up on them a little bit. Like, oh, take that. <clears throat> and then you push the transmogrifier and then they're like, oh, no, I'm a duck. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's what, speaking of, that's another raid uh, boss. Oh, no, I'm a duck. <laughs> I get really excited when I'm picked to be a duck. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun being a duck. <laughs> Far too easily me to be turned into a duck. Um, there is something I want to point out. We got Fire Laugh. Fear, fear Laugh. 
Salatath. I mean, it sounds similar. Is is it a coincidence? Is there a connection there? Or did Blizzard just have a hard time coming up with a weapon name? Mm, I mean, there's a lot of connections there. I mean, Salatath is obviously like person that's helping out at Riddicron for Baracus attached to Riddicron and all that kind of stuff, but is there a connection? It doesn't seem like it. it. doesn't really seem like there's actually a connection. So it may actually just be a coincidence, but I don't know. I don't know. What if Farrakh somehow knows about Zalatath because of the Shadow Flame? That's possible. That's certainly possible. And just in his desire to gain power and to be noticed and to be maybe taken seriously and not as the derpy tool I thought he was, Maybe he was trying to like suck up to Zalatath and be like, hey, Zalatath, check out the name of my weapon here. Check it out, babe. It's great, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That's like, I, I feel like that's the equivalent of like almost getting a tattoo with someone that you're not actually dating. <laughs> right. Put their name on you. You see that? And they're like, wow, that's really creepy. Why'd you name your ex after me? <laughs> well, I didn't name it after you. I mean, it's, just, it's, a, it's an homage you it's a, it's, like a, it's a fiery alath kind of like you're a zow atath or whatever uh it's it's similar it could be our relationship name if we combine our two essences together yeah i mean it's 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 similar but it's not even quite the same ending too because one is an a, an l and the other is a t so it's like i don't know true but there, coincidence I mean, I mean logically it probably is coincidence i'm probably grasping at straws because i want something to you know sink my teeth into but I'm just, I want to point it out here in case like someday comes back around and Blizzard's like, do you guys ever notice that those two weapons were similar? And I can be like, I did. <laughs> What's up? And I'm going to be like, you mean the weird voidy one and then the big flammy one? Because it's one's a dagger and the other one's a two-handed axe. No, I didn't. I didn't pick up on that, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, everyone. Just let it, let, let the record state. <laughs> Anyways, Ray continues on. We fight for Rock. Healers heal the spirits of the Kaldori, which in turn heal the tree. We kill for Rock. We get a mini cinematic where there's like a burst of power that unleashes from a meter cell and empowers our dragon friends, turning them to aspects again. Or for the first including, time. Including for the first time for some of them, you know, including Viranoth for the first time. And then we turn in a quest and we get the cinematic. How can this be? Our spectral powers have returned? This is not the Titan's magic. This is of our world, yet unlike anything I have known. Amir Drasil has left the dream, and while the aspects once gave their blessing to the world trees, this time... Azeroth blessed us. I felt her presence. It was beautiful. Ah, now I understand. I thought to survive, we needed to reclaim our aspectral powers. But they were never ours to take. It was about coming together as a family. And so we did. Perhaps as we were always meant to. All of us. When the Titans granted us power, it divided Dragonkind. But in uniting for a cause greater than ourselves, 
That's a that was a, a cinematic and yes, uh, Allie was looking at me. Why why are you laughing? Is because there's a moment and it happens actually all throughout. But Marithra is like explaining like, oh, this has had this thing. It was it, it I didn't it wasn't actually you know the Titans magic and all that kind of stuff, right? And then and then over here, you know, Abyssian jumps in with <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, it was Azeroth that did it. <laughs> I feel like Ritter should have looked at him and was like, me, 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 I can't do this. It's like, I was, I was just about to say. <laughs> it's like, geez, I know we're all friends here. We don't actually have to finish each other's sentences. <laughs> There's a lot of that going on in this cinematic. Busy was just excited. Yeah, Busy was like, check it out. Check it out. Um, I- I'm here now. I got to, I got to, I got to, I got to glow up. I look great now, by the way. Still smaller than everyone, but look great. <laughs> So I need I need to talk. So that's what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, he's he. I mean, he started out not this tier, but the tier before, just trying to keep Sibeli and Rathion calm, babysitting basically. And that was trying an aspect <laughs> with their spectral powers. Yeah. Right. Which what what are your thoughts on this? Like, I know for me, I assume this whole time they'd be getting it back because of tier, not because of this. Like. I was I was kind of surprised. Like, what did you think about this? Well, it certainly makes sense considering what the next expansion is going to be. Uh, that's for well, sure. Yeah, yeah. But yes, when we were doing through all the questing and blah 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 blah, we got to go get the discs and we got to do this and we got to do the the silver scale and their tier and then uh, even back in uh, what what are we ten ten point oh. 10.0, Yeah, when we're like, oh, we're going through the initial questing and then we had to help Alex Straza. And the rest of the, the aspects re-empower their oath stones. What was all that about? Pretty much, pretty much nothing. It was nothing. Uh, th- those stones were crap. <laughs> they don't do yeah. shit. Surprisingly so. Uh, and then there was also apparently the mother of stone. What happened with that? Not a damn thing. Never was turned on. Razagath even laughed in Alex Jaws's face because you're basically saying you're dumb. You're dumb, Alex Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, we never got to see the Mother of Stone again. That was never a thing, which is fine. I think everyone yeah, was like... Yeah, I mean, there could still be other things. Yeah, they were like, yeah, was, that's not needed. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that it was Azeroth itself that empowered the, the dragons. That they're now aspects again, including Varanoth, which is cool. Yeah. Because, you know, we had that, that quest where we helped out Rathian um, and Varanoth to go get more dragons. They're like, hey, do you know there's other dragons than just this? The black, the bronze, the green, the blue, the red, right? We also have some netherwing. Can we get some netherwing? So we got some netherwing. They're like, yeah, there's also some storm drakes. Go get some storm drakes. I guess the I guess the wind serpents and pandaria don't count. I guess those don't count. So whatever. They, would you think they would considering we have the other, like, the the uh, slither drakes? Yeah, I mean, you'd think kind, they would count, similar. but at the same time, they're probably like, no, we're down in Pandaland, over here in Pandaria, and they treat us nice. We're good. Like, <laughs> That's true. 
Like, we, we, got, like, we got this whole organization called the Serpent Riders and everything like this. They they pamper the <laughs> shit out of us. We we love our life down here. We're good. Good uh, point. But anyway, the Netherwing, the Stormdrakes, they join Virenoth after the after basically making Odin go. Oh, <laughs> that's cold. <laughs> but here's the here's the thing that that I am really interested in, and I'm interested in what your opinion is too, is when. Specifically, Nazdormu didn't say this wasn't the, the Titan's magic or this wasn't the, from the Titans. It's from another Titan. This is this is order magic. But no, he's like, this is different. This is from Azeroth itself, the world soul. Uh, not a Titan necessarily, because he didn't say that it was order magic because it was a Titan. It would be order magic, right? It would have been very similar. You would think I noticed this. But Nazdormu's like, this is different. Like, I got my I got my my time CNI, I guess, now again. But it's different. It's not the it's not the same thing. So like what what are your thoughts on that, Allie? What do you think could that possibly imply? See, I'm wondering if whether it be due to being stabbed or old gods embedded in her and then plucked out, like if there's enough of basically other sources from other domains that she's a little changed. That's possible. That's possible. Maybe. And there might be possibly an Ilganoth Whisperer that I've now attached to the world soul, which might be discussed in a future episode. Um, so that's a thing. Um, you know, it's... I'm really I'm I've, I'm I want to know more about this and the world soul and all that. But what what are your thoughts? Okay, so mine are a smidge out there, but it's something that I've been wondering about for a long time. And with, between this cinematic and also like some of the little like hinty hints that old Chris Metzen was giving at BlizzCon, talking about what are the Titans really up to? What's really happening? What's really going on? It feels to me. At least that Nazdormu and the rest of them, you know, in, indirectly from the rest of them, but but definitely Nazdormu when he said this isn't the Titan's magic, is he was kind of saying that no, this is the world soul, implying that the world soul is not a Titan, right? Oh, yeah. at least not yet, right? Because if you assume, like we have seen so many times across all of the lore, that if you apply enough essence from one of the six powerful domains and even the, the lesser like you know elemental ones right they people or living beings take on that that essence right you put enough right. death magic into argus and that's a, now a death titan right and they were sent to the shadowlands and knocked out an arbiter right you stick enough light jujus into a dreadlord and they become a light dreadlord. You apply enough arcane or order magic to a troll and they become a night elf. Right. So, right. That's that's kind of where this is all going. So it almost seems to me that a world soul is almost like an insanely powerful being, but not aligned with any of the six. Right cosmic forces it seems to me because it doesn't make any sense that titans are born from our reality right 
It seems that they're right. using these world souls as a way into reality to dictate what's going on, to allow them to order everything, right? Says, well, we're going to say make things the way we want it to be. That's, that's the way they, they like order. They want it to be orderly, right? So that's probably a little bit, like I wouldn't be surprised if we come to find out that there's some of that like first one, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff into the, the, the all that. So my... What I'm kind of thinking is all of the cosmic forces are trying to tap into this, right? They're trying to take over world souls for them to reign over reality and or all that, whatever. And I think the world souls and whatever they may be, right, are just like, no, leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> right? Stop making us in your own ideas and, and images and things like that. So I'm, I'm very curious to know if that's what is being implied. That the Titans are like, oh, well, we take world souls and we turn them into what we want them to be, right? More of us, right? Because I can see that. Because that's what they did with the dragons, which we'll talk about when we get to the books. <laughs> right? Yep. They were definitely like, oh, we're going to, we're just going to do this. We're just, we're just going to do it. We're not, we're not asking. <laughs> um, so it definitely seems like, um, at least, Sargeras, for example, we'll use Sargeras as a kind of out there example. It seems like he was killing world souls, or at least the one that we know of, old planet Chippy Chop, because it's like, yeah, the void, if they, they get in there enough, they'll get their own Titan, but not from the order side. It's from the void side. Right. And he's almost an, an example of you stick enough fell into them and they suddenly change sides. <laughs> yeah. So... I, I'm kind of convinced that that's probably where they're going with the with this with the with the next kind of uh, ex next three expansions like with the War Within we're going to find more but learn more about what's going on with the World Soul maybe what is the nature of a World Soul and all that kind of stuff because the whole concept of the Titans just happen to be born into reality as and they're all aligned with the the realm of order when the old gods are from the Void Realm and they specifically are like oh we need to to do this to the world soul, right? We need to get our own world soul and be be like that. It's like, I don't know. It just it just something something seems off about that. Especially especially with Nazdormu saying this isn't Titan magic because it would inherently right, be yeah. Titan magic if the world soul is going destined to be a Titan, right? So that's my. I, I'm not even gonna call it crazy speculation. Just like. It's not that crazy. It's definitely a good observation for sure. There's something to that. Yeah, and I think that we're going to learn a lot more because, I mean... Oh, for sure. Because one of the things that we, that I've, I've heard at least some people point out and it start making me think about the, some of the same thing is it seems like even maybe the realm of life, or not, not life, but the light, may be doing that too. And we may have evidence of that on, on Azeroth. In, I believe, is Hammerfell or whatever. It's like the... Whatever, it's the, there's the new zone in the War Within that has the Arathi in it, and there's the giant crystal. Right. right, yeah. And it has a light and void cycle, apparently, that they're... Where, where have we seen this before? Oh, I wonder, Naru. <laughs> yeah, Naru. Naru, Naru, Naru. And so, and we're told that the Naru are specifically like shards of light that were flung out into reality. And what is yeah. an old god? Globs of void flung out into reality. Out to re yeah. <laughs> so there's nothing to me that wouldn't that doesn't really may, maybe 
it just the Titans got to do in this first. And that's why they they're the ones that were wandering the cosmos. Right. Because at the same time, it, it, it may even answer the question of what is a loon? Well, she was once a world soul and she was, you know, not necessarily infested, corrupted or whatever, but became a titan of life. Right. It was maybe because, I mean, Ianar is supposedly super fond, even said her great love of Elun. So Elun and Ianar may have an even closer connection than we even realize. But could the Winter Queen be a sister of a world soul? That probably not. But we don't we don't know. It may just be because of. It may, may actually be more of like a metaphorical sister, right? Because of the, the realms be. that they're connected in and things like that. So, but Because, I mean, also we found out that they're just constructs, right? That are... Right, that's true. ...built in Xerath Mortis. And eventually we may learn all of this stuff, like the Titans are originally come from the realm of Xerath or... Yeah, Xerath Mortis, it would have been Xerath Ordos is the order one. And the same thing with all the other ones. It may be... That's just what the freaking people across the different, you know, cosmic forces have been doing is trying to take over these immensely powerful world souls so that they can claim domination over reality. Yeah. Much like uh, much like what a uh, smoldy face was doing. He's trying to expand his uh, his borders. He's like, I'll take the it's Emerald true. Dream, too. Didn't didn't work out for him, though. No, it didn't work out. Did not work at out. all. All right. But yeah. Well, this is, a, this is a cool cinematic, at least at least in, in my mind, for the weird speculation is all I'm getting at. It, it is. Like, it's it's a short one, and there's cool moments, but when you really dive into that, those underlayers of it, like, it, it's definitely, there's something to it, for sure. Yeah. Well, um, you know, if you want, if you haven't done it yet, you should do it at some point. You can go talk to all the aspects. They have little things to say. Definitely worth it. But at this point, we're going to move on. And I just want to say, on behalf of myself... And all the healers out there who performed the thankless job of helping to heal the tree, you're welcome, Azeroth. Yeah, we did that. Just, I'm just, just, just saying. Just saying. Uh -huh. um, we, <laughs> we head to the Naran Plains to see where the tree has appeared in the West. We get to go around and check on the different groups of NPCs like the Tuscar and Furbog and Centaur and some others and see that they're safe. It's, it's pretty cool. We get to hear what they think of the tree and kind of check in on them and kind of establish that connection we had with them in the past. It was just, it was a neat little fun thing. I liked it. It was good. It's true. And afterwards, we are invited to join the gathering to establish a new moon well. Children of the stars, it has been a long journey to this moment. Our people have fought, suffered, and sacrificed so much. And yet here, in the shade of Amidrasil's young boughs, we may at last begin to heal. Unto the souls who now watch over this sacred place, we offer our blessings. Symbols of dedication, strength, and love. Unto this moon well, we offer this precious vial, the last water saved from the temple of Darnassus. May they bathe Amirdrasil in Elune's radiance, 
and bestow her blessings upon this place, Bel Ameth, the arms of the goddess. In her embrace, may the Kaldori finally know peace. Disappointing. We're a, a because there's no show Lune. up. <laughs> bullshit. Maybe she was there and we just don't know. Mm, no, she wasn't there. <laughs> You're not bitter or anything, right? Not one bit. Not one <laughs> bit. It is not a bitterness that you know we travel to the Shadowlands and meet these ridiculously powerful you know entities that are these you know effectively titans from the death realm and we just hang out with them chat with them have have a good old time do some quests with them Elune, no no nowhere to be found you know the one character that we've known and been wanting to know more about for you know 20 plus years yeah thanks for that blows mm-hmm. the the expansion is not over yet is it over the yet? patch okay. is not mm-hmm. over yet uh-huh. We got a roadmap just today, man. It is not over. It's not over. It's not over yet, but uh, still disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, other than your disappointment, you have any other thoughts on this? Yeah, that was that was actually a pretty cool, you know, wrap up. Um, yeah. As they are basically starting and founding a, the, the new city, uh, Bellabeth, I believe is what she said, is going to be the new name of the uh, Night Elven I suppose their capital. I don't know if it's going to be their capital specifically, but I'm sure it could be. And yeah, they got themselves a brand new world tree that is also touched by death and infested or has all the souls, right? Got a bunch of souls uh, from the Kaldori uh, all up in there and making it real special. All sorts of jujus that are good. Good, good kind of jujus. Good jujus. Yeah. I love that they had some water from Darnassus. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy the fact that it was uh, the vial from the, the waters from Darnassus. And it's like, hey, yeah, we're um, we're going to remember that we had this cool city. I mean, it came about in a weird sort of way. Thanks, Fandral. Um, <laughs> but we grew to like it. And uh, yeah, that was our home. And now now this is our home. And uh, I actually look forward because apparently there's, you know, in 1025 on the, the PTR and things like that. It's being built out. All right, there's going yeah. to be a lot more to come in old Bellamath coming soon. I'm excited to see it and explore it. I've seen like some of the screenshots from people and stuff, and I've been wanting to get into the PTRs, hallways and stuff I'm at any time at all, but I'm excited. Yeah, I am excited to, to see more about what's going on with this whole world tree, new capital and all this good stuff. That, that sounds cool. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like kind of over here thinking like, mm, I hope that they they do more with the story of the Beardrasil and do a little bit more other than like, hey, it's here now. That's it. Uh, okay. Right. I imagine we'll get some kind of quest to tour around and, you know, see the home that the night elves are creating for themselves and whatnot, at least. If not, you know, quests maybe even to help them to get set up. I can see that happening. I mean, there might be some fetch quests, but there might be some cool stuff in there. Yeah, I'm just I'm just hoping for a little bit more to explore like you just want more loon uh well yeah i do i do because <laughs> so it's far fun. i've gotten about point one loon 
in the fact that it wasn't even a loon, it was freaking Tyrande being kind of controlled by a loon and talking to the Winter Queen. That's the closest I've gotten. And yeah, yeah, I need I need a little more. I need a little more. <laughs> yeah, please, please, you know what, please more. Please more. Please more. You know what you might need more of? What's that? The Yub Nubs. Yes, I definitely <laughs> need more Yub Nubs. <laughs> we absolutely get a Yub Nub moment with just a ton of NPCs from everywhere on Hazaroth, all walks of life, bunch of familiar names, all gathering to literally party and dance and feast and celebrate and talk and catch up with each other and dance. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have some yummy dubs. Gotta have the dubs. Um, it's, uh, it, I was so excited. Um, there were also talking fish on the tables. And apparently not everyone knew that. I, I did not. I missed that one. They have jokes. <laughs> are you ready? Yes, are, are, are you ready? ready. Screenshot of these. Why were the Gildan druids so sleepy? Uh, why? They were warging too hard. Okay. That's... How does a druid cut his hair? Uh, I, I don't know. Eclipse it. What do you call a pile of feral druids? Um, pile of kittens? I don't know. A meowton. Okay. <laughs> a bear, a raven, and a stag walk into a bar. She says, I'll have a drink. Shapeshifting is hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Where did the druids sleep while in Vashir? Well, in Vashir? Um, I don't know. Where did they sleep? With the fishes. <laughs> What did the druid in aquatic form say to his friend? Blub, 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 blub. Catch you on the flipper side. <laughs> now when I see why some people hate wait. these kinds of jokes. <laughs> There's one more. There's one more. When do Hosen visit the physician? Oh, wow. This is this is random. Hosen. We're talking about monkeys now. All right. I know, right? Um, <laughs> they've dropped their banana. They've been ooked in the duker. I don't know. When they aren't peeling well. Of course. <laughs> wow. Wow. I didn't know I could hate these jokes as much as I do. Apparently. <laughs> it is very fitting of a talking fish. Yeah. Yeah, that is. That is very fitting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yep, I definitely ran around to make sure I got those all screenshotted for this. Good times. <laughs> now, I know there have been a lot of complaints about how short this quest line was. And if you rush through it, like, yeah, it's short. Now, I know I'm, I myself, and maybe you did too, Jen, ran around to talk to every single person that would talk with me. Ran around to see who all was there. I did all the stay a while and listens, all the interactions, and I, I just... I know for me, like, I soaked up every single moment. A little sad that my guy Flynn wasn't there, but it'll make sense that he wasn't. It's, it's fine. He's busy with, you know, Matthias, everything. It's, it's fine. Um, did you run around to all the peoples? Have a good yes. time? Yeah, so when, you know, you, you've got the quest ready and you're about to say to uh, Marithra, like, yeah, let's let's leave the party. I was like, whoa, not clicking no. that. <laughs> Do you see all these people? I have to go talk I to need people. To, I need to explore. I need to see <laughs> if there's anything going on here. So yeah, I did quite a bit of exploring. I didn't. I didn't come across anything that was like super like what. Other than obviously Cadgar dropping dropping 
huge hints for the next oh, we're expansion. Gonna, we're going to talk about that. Don't worry. Yeah. He, he was like, hey, guys, did you know there's a new expansion coming? <laughs> it's, called the, it's called the War with Death. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> same with Jane and Thrall, which we're going to talk about right, right about now. They kind of did the same it's, thing. That's good, though. That's good, though. Okay. I think I should read the voice of Jaina and you should read the voice of Thrall. Okay. You ready for this? Sure. Okay. Well, old friend, it felt good to share a cause and fight side by side once more. Yes, indeed. Like uh, Mount Hydro <laughs> all those years ago. I'm Chris Metzen. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, goodness. But thank the light. This world tree did not fall. Jaina. When Amir Giselle took root on Azeroth, for a moment, it was as if, like, there was... A voice? I heard it, too. Oh, good. I wasn't making that up in my head. Sweet. I'm not going crazy. <laughs> so beautiful. Like a song. It seemed to be calling out to me. Could it be the voice of the world tree? Mm, I don't think so. It sounded far more ancient. I'm not sure how I know that. It's just a feeling. Mm, we both heard it. Felt it. Maybe others did too. Perhaps. But let's leave the investigation for another day. Tonight, we yubnub. All of us. Together. <laughs> Celebrate victory, blah, blah, blah. Yubnub. Um, yeah, so I thought that was really cool. Like, I mean, we know that obviously Thrall has has felt the, the, the voice of the world, of, of the world soul, and Anduin has, obviously. Like, we haven't really established who all has yet. And so now we know both Thrall and Jaina have. They may not have been able to really identify what they're hearing, but they're hearing it too. Magni's just off on the side going, am I a joke to you? What you MFers. <laughs> I know things. That's what yeah. I do. It's like uh, I'm a diamond and I know things. <laughs> <laughs> mm, he's, he's pissed. <laughs> right. I really hope people actually utilize him the next expansion they're like hey or even this expansion like hey magni are these are these the voices you normally hear dude i'm just like yep they're really loud right now mm -hmm. <laughs> right yeah any other thoughts on that little conversation there not that one okay so uh as jim was mentioning earlier we are asked to bring a drink to good old kagar because he seems distracted and he's not really into the yub nub celebration what we do we get this text from Kagar, and I'm going to actually ask you to read it so I can drink some more water. All right. It was heartening to see members of the Alliance and Horde fighting side by side for a shared cause. After the dark days of the Fourth War, I feared it would never happen again. Yet even as we relish the victory over Farak and welcome the birth of a new world tree, members of the Kirin Tor have brought me troubling reports. Something is moving in the shadows. An ancient enemy stirs incited by some harbinger from with whom Eridicron has dark dealings. How these forces are connected and what they're after, I cannot say, but I've spoken with old friends who's going to investigate. Oh, I'm going to re-say re re that again. This is important. But I've spoken with an old friend who's going to investigate. If what I expect is truly coming to pass, Azeroth will soon need you to defend her once again. Enough of my rumination. Please return to the gathering and let Caligos know he doesn't need to worry about me. Who is his old friend? Good question. Could it could it could it, could it be Medivh? I have a feeling it's that's what everyone's thinking is Medivh. And that's who I want it to be. 
but I don't think that's who it is. I mean, I guess it could be Magni. I was I was guessing um, if it's not Medivh, it's probably going to be Garona. Oh, yeah. Those are the kind of the two longest, oldest friends he's had other than possibly like the sons of Lothar, you know, folks. Right. Because right, Elaria technically is also an old friend, but Garona and Medivh obviously go further back. Could it be Velen? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it, honestly, it could be just about anyone other than someone that he hates, right? Because <laughs> you wouldn't call him an old friend. Right. But at the same I mean, time... It's got to be someone who can investigate something moving in the shadows. Yeah. That's why in my mind, you know, it's something moving in the shadows, an old enemy is incited. It's like, that could be Garona, right? She moves in the shadows, right, she yeah. understands that stuff. But at the same time, Medivh could totally do it too. So those are obviously my two... My two main guesses. Um, and if I had to put money on it, I would guess Corona, but I want it to be Beneath. Could Corona investigate void-related things or shadow-related things? Like void shadow. Void shadow? I mean... I mean, because it's got to be void-related. Because if, if we're talking like... I mean, he's aware that it's a harbinger, mm-hmm. Redicron, and some dark dealings. And I would imagine by now that what happened in the Mega Dungeon was conveyed to Kagar. So I'm sure he's aware of what is happening with the Redicron in the Void, right? Right. So he would know that someone has to be able to investigate the Void. Can Corona investigate the Void? I guess the better question to go along with it is, would Medivh be able to investigate the Void? He's much more arcane. Obviously, he probably is a little better suited for it. But if all you really need, because not necessarily investigating the Void, because it's like these ancient enemies and things like that are stirring. Because obviously... They probably want to know a little bit about this, the, the Harbinger, Zaltaf, obviously, right? Um, and also an ancient enemy stirs, incited by some Harbinger. And the incited, the ancient enemies are actually the Nerubian, because we already know about that, right? That's my guess is what he's talking about, is because incited by the, the Harbinger. We know that uh, Zalatath, according to everything that we've heard about the War Within, is working with the, the Nerubians. Right. So, I think I figured out who the old friend is. Uh, who is it? Who is it? Illyria. Probably. Yeah. It, it very easily could be because she is the most void related. And we already know that she's going to be heavily invested in the world yeah. and all that stuff. Because, yeah, like I, was, like I already said, she is definitely considered, you know, an old friend because she, she, Turalyon, um, Cadgar and, and all, the, all the others were, you know, members of the Sons of Lothar, the original invasion group into um, right. beyond yeah. the dark portal. So, yeah. Could be, could be her. Obviously, we got lots of candidates. Um, He's a friendly guy. He's got a lot of friends. He does have a lot of friends. He does. <laughs> it's Kankar. Yeah, he's like, he's friends with this guy. He's friends with that guy. He's got all sorts of friends that he uh, will call upon. So, any other thoughts on this one? Because I mean, you think it's probably Hilaria. Like, I'm thinking I'm, that's I'm, very easy. Yeah. That's, that'd be a good bet. But I'm leaning towards Hilaria at this point, I think. Um, and, it, and it just dawned on me while we were talking, so... Uh, that's the thing, but um, nothing, nothing too more to say about that. Just you know, I like that we're getting these little seeds being planted for the next expansion. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, lot, lots of little, little bit, little, not even like. I, I think what they're just trying to do here is because you know we all watch BlizzCon, we all know what's coming up next, but yeah. you know our characters don't know, right? I think they're just trying to do a better job of. 
putting the breadcrumbs into the game early so that we're not yeah. like logging into the game after the expansion goes live and it's like get on the boat stupid we're going to Northrend right <laughs> <laughs> right, that's, right that's kind of what happened <laughs> we were just like it's Northrend time ah! <laughs> here's some great music yeah that's it was good music very good music <laughs> well are we ready to move on I mean I think so all right just like we move on in the quest at this point, we go talk to Marithero because we're you know done talking to all the peoples and the fish and stopping the spriggans and all that jazz, but we do. And Marithero tells us that Ysera wishes for us to meet her by the moon well. We get the moment I've been dreading where we have to say goodbye to Ysera once again. I am so grateful we had this time together. A Myrdrasil blossoms all around us. Do you remember when you first held its seed in your arms, Tyrande. Of course. I cradled it as I would a child and promised the souls within to honor their sacrifice. And I swore to you I would do everything in my power to protect it. We have both kept our vows. It is time I return to Ardenweald to restore the balance and repay a debt to an old friend. Mother, I thought you came back to ensure that I would my precious child. You are strong, compassionate, and wise. And you have become the leader I knew you would. You did not need me to guide you. Mother, I will always need you. I shall not be far. I am so, so proud of you, my heart. Remember, all time is borrowed and in this there is beauty all is well i I like this i like that one that's a good one it was good you sir got deep there yeah real good all time is borrowed yeah 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 and my my favorite bit was also the fact that when she's like, I need to return a favor to an old friend. Assuming she means, oh, I gotta release Malfurion from... <laughs> probably. Assuming that's I mean, probably what it was. There was a part of me that thought, like, in that moment that Malfurion was gonna come waltzing back to the portal. Like, in that cinematic, did, did yeah. you think that was gonna happen or you think it was gonna, like, be down the road? When I first I was watched it... for it. Yeah, when I first watched it, I kind of assumed that it would be a perfect moment for them to do it. Yeah. But if, you know, uh, if if I'm if I'm right about a special certain Ilganoth whisper that likes to talk about be wearing the eyes of green. <laughs> you and that damn whisper. I, <laughs> I think it might be my feeling. He's like, he's like, he went on a walkabout, right? He went to go visit like the the opposite 
of the Emerald Dream because he's been to the Emerald Dream about a bajillion times, right? He took thousand-year-old naps. And yeah, so he's been there tons of times. He's he's like fine. But he's probably never actually been to Ardenweald. So he spent some time there. He's like figuring out things. And and he's like, you know what? This whole death thing is kind of cool, right? I don't know how he's going to freaking turn. Maybe this is when the turn happens. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. It, it could be. We'll see. Is that gonna is that gonna be the, the case? Probably not. <laughs> I don't really don't think so. <laughs> but I don't know. This that would be at least the where you could make some plausible sense of like what's going on with Malfurion and why he is now gonna do some some shady business with the old Ilganoth. Here, this might even be the Ilganoth wizard. Let me see this is the one. The vassal's yeah, life disguises <laughs> treachery. Beware the eyes of green. I'm just saying. That sounds a little Malfurion. <laughs> Someone's disguising some treachery. <laughs> I don't know. And then we still need to pay off the whole, you know, a vacant throne and go with the gold one. Only brings Don't darkness. <laughs> this, this is this is a future episode, dude. Future episode. <laughs> um, because that's what, that's what I do. I like I like the whispers. I know some people look at me and are like the whispers are done. I'm like, no, they're not. No, they're, Shut not. Up. <laughs> they're not. Um, you know, I have mixed emotions about your theory on this whisper, but in your defense, it would make sense. Or further explain why they have so underutilized Malfurion. It would. Like they like over the years, there's just so much more they could have done with him. Like he got the short end of the straw so many times and just he has not been treated well <laughs> by the writers over time. And maybe, maybe there's a reason. Yeah. Now, now don't don't worry everybody. This whole vassal of life, treachery, blah 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 blah. Remember, we all thought that like, oh, Magni was made a pawn or whatever. We thought that was going to be like, oh, no, it's terrible. Like the Diamond King, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, oh, well, a bad thing happened and we fixed it. Right. <laughs> it might be something like that. It, it might just be like there might oh, be more to that. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying. So, so don't don't worry too much. Even if I turn out to be right, I fear he might still be a good guy. <laughs> He's probably still a good guy. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, I, I thought that was, this, was a, this was a good little clip, especially um, the one thing, obviously, I would have wanted more from, but they've always been pretty vague on this. Like, they don't really show it in game much other than like a couple quest items here and there. And like, you do the quest with the uh, friggin when you talk to Alex Straza and how it's like, yeah, my best friend was Ysera. Like, I was it's who I it's who I liked the best. Um, so I wanted a little bit more of them other than just. Alex Me too. saying like, oh, I really liked this time that we got together. Right. That was that's not that's not enough. Like, oh, oh come on. Of course. Of course, I wanted more. But yeah, I'll, I'll I, did, I did, too. Yeah. Like, it makes sense that they didn't want to spend too much time with Sarah. Like, there's enough going on and she's had her moments. But yes, I would have liked to see more of her interactions with the other dragon aspects or interactions. Did I say interactions? I don't know. More interactions with the other dragon aspects and her god's grandson, you know, and her, her daughter. And just there's so much more they could have done and explored with her. But it also makes sense that they handled her how they handled her, I guess. 
Yeah, it's like I guess I don't get to be there for everything. I'm sure they I'm sure they had plenty of like tender moments, you know, off screen. I just wasn't there for it. Jerks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did really like her line there at the, the very end. There's just so much peace with it when she just she's like, all is well and goes to the portal. It just there was you could you could feel the peace in that statement. Yeah. And that she is at peace. Like I, that was I like that. That was cool. Yeah, and then just the fact that, you know, she says, you know, all all time is borrowed and in that there is beauty. Yeah. There's a there's a finality to it. There there is an end to all things. And that's what makes it so wonderful that we had the time that we did. So like she said, there there is beauty in that all time is borrowed. And and I agree with that. I very much do. I um uh, I wind up thinking about that quite a bit. <laughs> Some days where I'm like, hmm. Yeah, time is a time is a weird and fickle thing, but it's also it interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's all borrowed, just like Sarah said. Well, that's uh, that's it. That's where we leave off in the questing. And there's other side quests that we might talk about in future episodes, but for the main quest line, that's all we have at this moment. Do you have any other thoughts on it? Uh, my only other thoughts are, if you haven't done this yet, we just spoiled the shit out of it for you. Make sure you do all of the stay a while and listens. Yes. Especially, there's a couple more after you leave the party. For example, you get Jaina and Caligos. <laughs> they flirt? Oh, I was so excited. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> hey, buddy, how you doing? <laughs> and he's like, oh. What's up, Jaina? Okay, I understand. You've been busy with the whole Lord Admiral thing, but hey, you know, maybe you want to you get a cup of coffee? You want to get a cup of coffee? <laughs> you want to go get some soup with the Tuscar? I want to introduce you to them. <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> and he's like, I'll be warned. They like to cook with eel guts. And she's like, I'm from Colteris. Eel guts it's are delicious. <laughs> fine. <laughs> She'll fit right in. I really hope later this patch or not. Yeah, this patch. We, we get to see Jaina <laughs> over in his car with, with the, the Tuscar and the soup here and the stories and stuff. That'd be amazing. It would be amazing. I would I'd appreciate be so that. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, you know, Caligos, he's getting the visage form and everything like that. And, you know, so he runs around and is, you know, half elf, elf, whatever he's supposed to look like. Um, but he's really a dragon. I wouldn't put it past the writers if they're like, oh, Jaina learned how to do a visage form too. So she flies around in his dragon sometimes. She's hanging out with Caligos because it's like, it's just magic. It's, just, it's <laughs> magic. Maybe, maybe. Trust me, I've, I've gotten pretty far in the book. It's just magic. Right? <laughs> Malagos right. invented it. It's true. The vis- yeah, he did. It's true. <laughs> I have gotten that far. <laughs> Which we will talk more about when we cover the book. But yeah, yes. visage forms wasn't always a thing. Nope. <laughs> So yeah, but uh, I mean other, the other stay a while listens. There's there's some some other good ones like Taranda uh, talking with I believe it was Alex Straza and all them. Oh like, yeah, yeah that was a that was a fun one. Um, others that I, that aren't uh, the other ones aren't really jumping out at me as like oh my gosh. Then other than the ones we already talked about, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, definitely check out the stay a while listens. Those are always those are always uh, freaking great. But yeah, indeed. There, those are my final thoughts. Stay a while and listen. There it is. There you go. I like it. Those are good final thoughts. Yeah. Do you have any final thoughts, Allie, before we jump into, I guess, my job? No, that's about it. Just encouraging people to stay a while and listen. But actually, like, 
enjoy it. Go explore. Like, people took time to put the Yub Nub together. Enjoy the Yub Nub. <laughs> Go and the, around. And the talking have fish, fun apparently. With it. And the talking fish. Like, it's, it's, not, it was just, it was something a little different. It was something fun. And just to see some familiar faces we haven't seen in a while, like, I was, I was excited. And I, I enjoyed taking the time just to take it all in and be in the moment. So I highly suggest others do the same. Yeah, I mean, it was cool because this is the first time that we'd seen anything like this since Cataclysm, really. Cataclysm was the last time that we had a cinematic where it's like it showed like Stormwind and friggin' Orgrimmar like partying, right? Yeah. None of the other ones did we really have like a, whoa, party! (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I I appreciate the fact that we we actually had a, a moment to celebrate the fact that, hey, good job, everyone. Good job. You haven't heard from me. Good job. That's what I want to. There we go. You're doing great. Good job. But speaking of all of that, it is now time for me to do my job. And my job is to say thank you to all of our amazing patrons that like to support us. Each and every single one of you that keep this ridiculousness going. (laughs) And if you would like to join the ranks and support the show, you can do so by going over to patreon.com slash live laugh lore for as little as a dollar an episode. You too can get access to all sorts of crazy stuff, like the little Christmas stuff that we just recorded just a little bit ago. That was fun. (laughs) It was. And someone who took us up on that amazing offer of going to patreon.com slash live life floor is, in fact, a new patron. None other than the one who submitted the wonderful story from last episode. It was Monkey Valhalla, also known as the Viking Monkey. Monkey! Yes, thank you so much, Monkey Valhalla. Um, we will be singing your praises every week because, yes, we also get to say thank you so much to our top patrons, which include Monkey Valhalla, Shalil, Nickelogre, Craig Limas, Marjo, Ikus, Nedun, Mud, Afrodong. <laughs> the further I go, the more and more I'm sounding like Strong Bad. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Dungeon Master Perk. <laughs> <laughs> I expect you to say his name now in our next D&D session, just like that. Okay, thanks. Check an email. <laughs> Mike Smith. Dracoris. Yeah, there you go. That's all of them. All 12 of these freaking top patrons, you amazing, wonderful people. You're just, you're just the best. You're the best. And speaking of the best, well, just keep listening and you'll find out why I say that. Stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. We like to end every episode on a positive note or some kind of positive story. And, you know, it's, that's what we do here. That's how we roll. With this episode being the last one of 2023, I want to share that our positive note is you. It's been a really fun year to do this show. And we just want you to know we appreciate every single one of you for listening to our shenanigans, for sharing the show with others for chatting in the discord and just for all of your support, every single one of you, like you dear listeners made this a fantastic year and we are so excited for what is to come next year. And you are wonderful and we appreciate you. Yep. I agree wholeheartedly. This has been a pretty, pretty fun year to do the show and just the fact that they appear at least, I don't know about, you know, but the fact that Blizzard's like, you know what? We should pay more attention to that whole story thing for some reason. 
So that was another thing why we're like, you know what? We like doing this show. Let's do it twice as much. <laughs> right. So, yeah, you all honestly, yeah, all every single person listening to this right now, especially if you manage to actually listen past the little bumper where it says stories, you know, it's the good stuff. And you listen to the positive stories. Yeah. If you actually listen to the positive stories, you're the reason why uh, we keep doing this stuff because you guys are awesome. So, again, Thank you so much for listening and for rating, reviewing, and, and everything, and reaching out. And like I said, talking to Discord, it, it makes me keep it makes me keep doing it. Because if I was if I was just talking to myself, I would get I would get boring after a while. Eventually, you'd be like, oh, I guess no one wants to hear what I have to say. I guess I'm gonna shut up now. <laughs> I don't know about you, but that's kind of how how my opinion would go. I still hosted a show for a long time. It feels like that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, it it does. It's it's a little easier when you get to chat with some with someone. But yeah. But I guess with that, I mean, unless you have anything final to say to these wonderful people no, who are actually listening, just uh, ha- happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that jazz. Take care of yourselves. Get some rest. Drink some water. And we appreciate you. We do appreciate every single one of you. You're the best. Seriously. Except for Sarif, trying to kill off the pirates. Yes, yeah, Sarif, why'd you do that? That was really Gosh. <laughs> Don't do that. I still love them, I guess. Thank you so much for listening to Live, Laugh, Lore. I guess. If you have a topic or a question <laughs> you'd like us to discuss, send us an email at livelaughlorecast at gmail.com. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash livelaughlore, and you can keep the show going for as little as a dollar an episode. You can watch Ali live on Twitch Sunday nights over at twitch.tv slash And you can watch Jin Monday nights at twitch.tv slash joint. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jin on Twitter at joint, and you can follow Ali at Ali Meanwhile, be kind and take care.